You know, this is gonna be the last one for like the next two years. Nah, I do another. <laughs> Caffeine Morning Show. Sticks. We're gonna do this thing like this. I hope they ready. Yeah. Yeah, I picked this beat smooth. Oh. Caffeine, Starbucks, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, cocaine. Now how I'm gonna start this? I mean, Doc been complaining for so long, so what the heck? Sticks on the drop, let's rock it. Rock like Jay, the billionaire. Oh, Marlo, is a billion up in them pants? Cause you thick like the air would be If Farrakhan ran into the Ku Klux Klan I base my skill on the scale from zero to Jesus But if Mohammed be the highest only Allah can see sticks I mean this Economic completeness Resources all good, it's just a band-aid I'm trying to be the doctor for elevated solutions My healthcare is all they give us is Medicaid's The virus oh, You can see clear through your eyelids A cup of the morning show will fix your iris They teach us to hate the IRS Black wealth is a myth The black queen is a trick But all that is a trick Spin your check on the whip? Nah Get a duplex, renovate, then flip. Uh, smooth D, I'm just trying to uplift. Like the face on Chris Jenner, I'm just trying to uplift. Like the hips on Marlo, oh, we talked about that. But my skin is black, I'm just speaking the facts, yeah. Stock tips on my IG story. I can bet my stock tip this year, my story, about to be everywhere, TV and on film. Guess we have to wait and see. Doc already tried to tell him, tried to tell him, soldier boy, who you? Got the Draco about to let it go, boo! Damn, what happened to rap? The crackhead is the king, the new spot is the trap. I remember singing used to be R&B. I remember when our heroes was QEP. They say it's evolution, but no, nah, this is pollution. Designed by higher ups, disguising it as solutions. Streaming, taking over, destroying the independence. They owned by the labels, I dare you to make a living. Your chain bright. Well, what can we expect? We was killed for knowing how to read and write, and that's facts. Never leave you a cap. Caffeine morning show. Start you off with that. God, God. God. AM Caffeine show. AM Caffeine show. It's your boy DLC. It's your girl Marlo J. DJ Smooth Melo D. Yes, AM Caffeine show. Back at you once again today, man. Let me tell you, very, very special guest. And you know we say that a lot. And we like to give folks their props where props is due. But today, I truly mean special because who we have today, man, is definitely a pioneer in what we all do. We all been doing radio for a while. I think this is going on like, I don't know, maybe my 13th years. I think it's the same for Smooth D. Marlo J's been at this for a while as well. But when you have <clears throat> radio royalty and someone who's been doing it at a, such a high level, um, for many years, um, you know, each year when Source puts out their Power 30, he's always in the top, always in the top 10, always in the higher echelon. Like, we're nowhere near that, guys. Like, I don't, we haven't even smelled or scratched the surface of that, right? But it's okay. Not even. <laughs> we're sitting next to the man, next to the man. So that's okay. We haven't been there, but we have somebody who has on a continuous basis representing where he's from all the time. Port City, shout out to Shreveport in Dallas, K104. You can't go through Dallas without stopping by and seeing the one and only, the ambassador, 
mother effing baby in the damn town in the damn. Baby, you have so much going on, but let me ask this question first. Did you have any idea you would have the whole country saying your name when you and Hurricane Chris dropped a baby? Did you have any idea what was going to happen? I can't lie to you, dog. I can't lie to you, man. Just watching it. Watching it grow, watching it catch fire. You know, if you ever if you ever planted something and just saw it take off and and create its own form of energy, form of life, it, it, it really caught me off guard. And we was just having fun. We were just having fun, dog. We can't sit here and lie to you and say, man, I knew it was gonna go and and, and be the words that your, your two year old would say. Your first two, I mean, now. Nah. Now, I mean, but it, hey, God has his way of um, showing you, you know what I'm saying, that he is there, who he is, you know what I'm saying? So, right. <clears throat> but what, what was it that a trip that you had all these people saying your name, but not necessarily knowing it was a person behind the name that they were saying? Yes, yes. yes. And, and it was by somewhat of a strategic design because. The word a bay bay means high energy. It mm -hmm. means good energy. It, it's, it's energy. You know, even though it's a person, it's the love and the energy you bring to any room, any platform, any, 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 any situation. You know, you go in it, man, with a positive vibe. You know the vibe. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is, it's beautiful about the name, the word, the persona, the, the person, like it's all in one little thing thing, man, that, that gives off good energy. Was that your, was that already like a call for you? Like were people already saying, hey, baby, or did he create that as like? Yeah, it, it was a chant, right? So it was already a, a chant. Yeah, it was already a chant. So, so this is what happened. In, in a small town, Shreveport, Louisiana, 188,000 population. Um, there was a popular club that I used to be at, right? And this club was just very unique because it had every characteristic of great vibes, good drinks, and the owner wanted to team up with me, the personality, but to give people the power to party at a good budget. $5. Right, uh-huh. Six dollars. When's the last time you've been anywhere for five dollars and six dollars? Ninety-eight. You feel me? And so, and so, everything that I'm gonna tell you is documented. You just have to know how to go and research it. You know, you should Google the Hurricane Chris EPK, right? So he teamed up with me, and um, he wanted to give people this this party. You know what I'm saying? And in my section. I have a, a ear, an influence to give people um, constructive criticism or direction, guidance um, for music. I've been dancing all my life, right? Um, my whole family could dance, you know what I'm saying? My mom, my dad, my mom was a drum major, my dad was in this, he, he can still dance to this day, he's 86 years old. And I wish he had an iPhone. I might be working on my iPhone. So, you know, he's still 
you still answer the phone. Dad is a, if you meet dad, you'll forget about baby about it. So <laughs> that, that's what happened. And I was giving this guy, this group guidance about what they should do based on what I saw in the club, right? So this is when X pills hit Shreveport real hard. That'll do it. Wow. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> so one of the guys I noticed that was begging me, one of the artists begging me to play this song, was on. Was on that ish. He was on that ish. On that Malcolm. Was he was he asking you to say he's like, yeah, uh, yo, can you uh <laughs> and I said, what the is wrong with you? <laughs> Somebody told me, hey. He rolled. He rolling. Rolling, uh-huh. And so um I started noticing that a lot of people was on this field. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, why you can't hook his damn mouth? <laughs> Ooh, he done locked up right. So yeah, I told you got that boing boing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His cat's name was like Wild Yellow, Little Uzi, and um, I forgot what what third member they had at that time. But I told him I said, hey, "You should make a song called Lock Up." And so he went and made the song about having a lock jaw. Lock up. You should Google <laughs> Wild Yellow called Lock Up. So at the beginning, you will find this. That's the first time on record you would hear a baby. But he was saying it as in a baby. I did what you told me to do. Oh. Like a baby, check this out. Come on. All right. Ah, I see what he did there. So what I did was I took what he said, a baby, because at that time, DJ Drama, Gangsta Grizzle was killing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Gangsta Grizzle! And right. as a DJ, you know, Smooth. Yeah. Our little tag, our little piece. Gotta to have it. On, you feel me? So I sampled A Bay And any record that I wanted to stamp, any record that I approved, I wanted to put A Bay on it. Mm-hmm. So it would be a hymn, A Bay A Bay A Bay And I just, A Bay A Bay one night we was in Coco Pelli's and the, the electricity went off. It was so hot, the amps got hot and it cut off. Everything cut off except the power to the microphone. Wow. And so I rocked the club for three to four minutes straight, no music, straight chants, call to action. And one of the that. was, hey, baby, what's his name? Hey, baby, say his name. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. What's his name? Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> and it was just a chant. So the chant took life by itself. Mm. And I just, and then these kids, they went to Gremlin. And, and they would dance and be saying, hey, baby. Had nothing to do with you and your music. They would just say it. They liked the beat and they, they would say, hey, baby. Right. <clears throat> so when they say, hey, baby, it's time to get lit. Hey, baby is about a person, but a person with good energy. And that- So it's like a call to the dance floor. Yes, Lord. So when I would come in the club, they would, oh shit, he's in the club. Like the Messiah here, he's here. He's- Oh, come on, Messiah. Okay. Something like- The Messiah. I'm I'm repeating what the people have told me, right? And 
from the time that I got on the microphone, it's straight party. Three to four hours straight. No, no go to the bathroom, break, no, no, that's three to four hours straight, high energy. And then I started noticing that the bar wasn't making no money. Oh, well, Jesus. So then we started playing slow songs at the 45 of every hour. Three slow songs in a row, giving you an opportunity to go to the bar or get your Mac on or do something. Mm-hmm. Three songs. Three of the hottest R&B records. Or, or old school records or whatever. It's to separate. So we had nine DJs DJing in one club. Damn. How huh. long was this party? 10 to 4. 10 to 4? And you had nine DJs? What they play? 45 minute sets? Yeah, it, it was all about a family. We would, we would literally hire another DJ. Like if I thought that he was good, I would, we would hire him. We had no competitors. No. No rules. In Coco Pellas, it was no egos with, with DJing. Like, you have DJs, if, if, if you was DJing smooth, and, 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 and Doc felt like, you should bring that back right there. He'll come reach over your shoulder and Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was all love. So uh, Coco Pellas was, was like very special. It was like a community, but it was a family. Mm-hmm. Me and my city was at one with that, and we did that club for 17 years straight. 17 years? Was it on a specific, a specific night or was it like every, any night, any given night? Four nights a week. Wednesday, Four Friday, nights a week? Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Wow. For 17 years. Y'all had generations coming there. I've, I've, really? I've married people. People have had kids. People have done a lot of things coming out that club. So everybody's been there except Jay-Z and Beyonce and Diddy. Mm. And so, is it is it still there now? Yeah, it's still there now. Like, quite as kept, we're getting ready to um, do a relaunch. Do a relaunch. Uh, Coco pellets. Coco. Coco. I'm gonna send Doc the link so you can see it. Uh uh-uh. uh. If y'all doing a relaunch, I'm yeah, not, we there. I'm coming out. We there. We coming. <laughs> we there. But, but I mean, it it captures so many good memories. Um, like I say, everybody fifty. Um. Everybody has been there. I'm talking about they've been there before they became who they were, and then they came back once they became who they were. So mm-hmm. that's, I, that's just one of the many uh, thing things that I have with artists. And, you know, you, you not only do you break them, you give them a shot, you break bread with them, and then they come back and you pay them. Right. Okay, I have two questions. Yeah. Two questions. One, where did Bebe come from? The, the name Bebe, and two, how hot in it is it in a club that you ain't got no shoes on? I'm gonna tell you, you goose, <laughs> hey, Jay, I'm telling you, it's documented. First of all, Bebe is a name that my grandmother gave me. I'm the baby boy of the family. On my mom's Aww. side, on my dad's side, I'm the baby boy. Oh. Mom's side, it's, it's four of us, right? But I'm the baby boy. On my dad's side, it's 20-some of us. And I'm the baby boy. It's 20-something? Siblings? Yeah. So the, so the, the grandmother, you know, I try to fly by that. But my <laughs> <laughs> grandmother named me Bebe because she couldn't pronounce Terrence. 
what I'm saying? So oh. that's where Bebe came from. How hot is it in the club that you ain't got no shoes on? That comes from what they say crowd control. And it's documented in the Hurricane Chris EPK, like the DJ would be like, if you ain't broke them shoes you got on, don't mean sh pull one shoe off. Let me see what you got on. They pull a shoe off older than now. Really? Just say, hey, this is it. Shoe cam, like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, for real. It's like that. So during that time, baby, so you said the club was around for 17 years. Yeah. Were you already known for getting the party started prior to getting involved in radio. What was that transition? Like, how did the okay. radio come into play? So I graduated from Fat Park when I was 15, right? That's high school. I went to Grambling State University for a year, for, for a semester and a half. As a and, child? Yeah, 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 I went to Grambling, yeah. I was like young, young, right? So I was in the band. Back up. I was dancing all my life, right? I, I was in the second grade, and I was in kindergarten for, for, for however long, and then I got skipped up to the second grade. And it was a private school. Went to public school because mama ran out of money, you know, it cost to go to private school. I've been there, same went, thing happened to me. I went to public school. I went from straight A's to straight L's. <laughs> <laughs> I got with my friends, I was straight A, straight L. Well, from sugar to shit. <laughs> Real pain. <laughs> Do not pass go. Um, and then my mom couldn't afford to go to private school. And then my dad came in. That's when they really got involved, you know, kicking me in the ass, showing up to the school. You're going to do this, right? You know, so I brought my Fs up to C's. Graduated, went to middle school. Um, still went, I relapsed again. Still with my friends. And my mom went and cut a deal with the private school. I was like, hey, I can't afford to pay you, but he really wants to be over here at private school. And they let me went to private school, let my mom pay as she got it. Wow. And I went from straight Fs, Cs, back to straight As. I, I went to the highest level of that. Then I had to go back to public school, which Fat Park High School was it. And my teachers noticed something about me. So the teachers cut a deal with me. If you don't disrupt my class, I give you the last 15 minutes of the class to, to, to do you. And what would you do? Shit, it turn up. <laughs> <laughs> so you just be up there dancing and hey, Jokes, hey, we just did it, as long as we'd be loud. I mean, you know, we finessed and we had fun. You know what I'm saying? All of my teachers, like, they knew it was something special about me, so they, they did certain things, you know what I'm saying, to accommodate uh -huh. me. So I went from the class clown to the school clown. Always having this good energy of just wanting to have fun. But every situation don't cause you to have fun. You gotta know you can't go everywhere. You can't take your jaw around everybody. Right. <laughs> That's how we gonna put it. Uh -huh. So did you, um, did you, were you one of those kids that did like the talent shows and stuff? Killed them, one first place, everything. So what was the, okay, so what was the most memorable talent Bobby show performance? Bobby Brown. When we did, which one? We did Bobby Brown. When Bobby Brown came out with Don't Be Cruel, No Prerogative, uh, <laughs> we thought we was Bobby Brown. Because <laughs> I was so young, I could dance good. They would always sneak me in, like, as the special young. Right, right. That's the, the weapon, the secret weapon. 
But yes, sir, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the secret weapon. The secret weapon. Hey, man, I'm coming out cold, right? I was so cold. You know how they have these challenges, like, you got served? Like, I was cold to the point where they wouldn't even dance with me. Wow. Like, let, let him have his moment. He, he like he liked that guy. You know what I'm saying? So um, that transformed over to me going and um, into high school. And I wanted to be involved in something, but I couldn't. And I went out and tried to play football. So uh, we did the practice. And one day they said, we're going to wear pads. So <laughs> we put on pads. And uh, I went across the middle. Got your ass stuck. Toe up. <laughs> <laughs> and right when I got my ass stuck, I looked, and the band was coming around the marching field, I mean, around the track to go to the field to practice. And I knew then, I said, shit. That's, what that's I where I need to be. <laughs> that's where I need to be. <laughs> I didn't even tell the football team I quit. Next time they see me, I was with the band. <laughs> what what, uh, what, what instrument did you play? play? Huh? Listen, I did not know how to play nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just in the band. I'm just in the band. Smooth. Smooth. You know how I got in the band? I got in the band. I got in the band as a guardsman. The guy with the rifle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. They didn't even have room. Yes, <laughs> with no trigger. <laughs> they didn't even have room for me. But because I could dance real good, the dancing made me stick out. Right. Yeah. And so, and so my 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 band director, he knew it was something special about me again, right? So he told me, why don't you try out for drum major? You know, usually mm. I'm positive. And the, the, the boot camp that you had to go through, see all that playing and shit, that shit runs out. Uh -huh. When you go through boot camp, you know, you realize that you're not who you think you want to be, all that playing around. So they had right. us hold two pound rifles in front of us. And, and after about five minutes, that dress start going down. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you, you pledging at that point. And, and they yeah. say, you got to want it. You got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Oh. Man, after, yeah. after five minutes, that two pounds feel like 57. Lord. Your arms start shaking. Like, and your eyes tear up. Yeah, you're pretty much getting hazed at that point. Yes, Lord. Thank you, school D. I'm taking, I'm going back to get all my little Rogers for them hazing me. You feel me? But at the moment, they disciplined me. And yeah. They, and they made me tap in with being a leader. So there's marching season and there's concert season. Marching season is doing football games. Mm hmm. Then they got concert season, but guess what? I didn't know how to play a goddamn instrument. My band director taught me how to play an instrument himself. This was like unbelievable. What he instrument was it? Baritone. Oh. So he taught me how to read, uh, play baritone good enough to get a scholarship for Grammy. Wow. Thing wow. is, I couldn't read music. All right. What was his name? What was his name? His name is Mr. White. So when they did the movie Drumline, I swear to God, I thought they had scripted my life in this movie because my band director is that guy. That prestigious, mm. that don't believe in playing all that old hip hop ghetto. Right. Class. Integrity, you feel me? And yeah, he's I'm, like, play flight of the bumblebee. I was Nick Cannon. Uh-huh. And he reached me through sending me out for drum major. He taught me how to read music and how to play 
baritone. And I went to Gremlin and I did a year and a half in Gremlin. And I was the youngest, I was a freshman on dance committee. Freshmen don't be on dance committee. Wow. So we was making up the band steps and mm-hmm. the guys that were in front of the band doing a breakdown and going off and you know what I'm saying? Like we was that good. And then I left there after I made a, a crazy immature mistake. So I thought, and don't laugh at me, don't judge me. We moved off campus. Laugh already, Doc? campus, right? So, you know, I didn't want to be on campus. They said it was cheaper to be off campus, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a trailer that my cousin stayed in and they was paying like two fifty for rent. But with me being there, it was like $83. <laughs> so at that time we was getting food stamps. So they wasn't getting food stamps. So I brought $83 to the table and food stamps. And food stamps. <laughs> yes, sir. So, you know, we ate good, right? But summer came around, and I didn't know that you had to pay rent even though you wasn't in school. Right. So they would call me in, during summer school and be like, hey, send your rent. And I was like, I ain't living in the I, <laughs> I thought they was going back to the 250 <laughs> <laughs> No, they brought another dude in who had good credit uh, with a phone. And at that time, having a phone. That was, every, that was everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. You bet, so y'all don't want to eat no more? Yes, that's how I was, right? Y'all don't want them stamps no more. <laughs> y'all we good on that. Plus, he a little bit more organized and on time with his rent. With his rent, right. So I couldn't go back to school because I didn't register to be back on campus and they had another roommate that they didn't kick out. Right. Mm -hmm. Which forced me to be out. Right. I went back to Fat Park High School and I taught choreography. Oh. At at the high school. High school. Uh Uh-huh. Well, how about that? The band director got, the, um, the announcer for the band got sick before the game one night. And the band director just thought to put Bebe on the microphone. Uh-oh. And that was all shit. So was this that this was going to be like your first time as ever uh, talking wow. microphone, period. I used to be on the megaphone in the band. Right. Coordinate five, six, seven, eight, but not a microphone talking. Because I remember the, the the announcer talking all prestigious and right. with, with pronunciation, and you know I was like, man, that ain't me, uh-huh. and I was shaking. And he told me, he said, just get up there and just do you. And my God, when I did me, they knew that it was nothing like what they had heard, and them people laughed and 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 we dished the other bands and we did it in a very respectful way. You feel wow. me? How do you do? How do you diss the other bands in a very respectful way? You know, our colors was black, black and gold with a stripe of white, right? So I would, um, the other band would go first, of and, course. And then when they marching off the field, then I'll be like, <clears throat> and ladies and gentlemen, now back to our regular scheduled program. Oh. <laughs> and then I'd be like, you know, something like, oh, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, the main event. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Your feature presentation. 
for you other bands, I don't know what you've been told, but the best band wears the white, the black, and the gold. gold. Sissy. <laughs> oh, man. oh my God. Like it was over with before the band even played one note. Yeah. Right. And then the fact that the band was that good, me and the band became like Frankie Beverly and Maze. Uh -huh. So now what is the announcer gonna say to the other band? Yeah. And it didn't make it no better if we went first. Because now the, you gotta follow that. Yeah, and the last thing I would say, well, ladies and gentlemen, you know, blah, blah, some crazy for whatever's gonna come behind us, you feel me? Uh -huh. and, I mean, it, it, it was just all stuff. Like, and then that went from me being in the press box to on the field. So now we can see right. who he is. And then that's when the, the jackets and the, 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 you know what I'm saying, the hoodies and the, the jewelry and, and me rocking Five to ten thousand people, stadiums first. This before radio, this before clubs, anything. I was rocking stadiums. Would you go like up on that 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 ladder thing? Yeah, no, I was on the ground, like I would find a platform, but I wouldn't be on the ladder because the, the band director was on the ladder. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, I mean straight like it was a straight concert. Like it was different than any other high school band show because I was the coordinator for the steps, so I knew what they was doing. Right. So, so you could come in and out, join them, whatever. Yeah, I ain't had to go out there on the field, but I would basically tell them, tell the crowd what they're finna do or doing, and then oh, got you. Like, like it was a whole different, it was a whole different experience. You know what I'm saying? Oh, been so amped. Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't <laughs> win. I mean, we won first place so much till they banned me from being the announcer. Wow. They was like, it wasn't fair that um, the radio personality was the, the you know was the announcer for a high school band, so they were like. It had to be somebody that was in school. Right. They were like, no, go home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did good after that, but it was, you know, it was the experience. So when you started doing radio, what was what was the reception? I mean, so once you did radio, you already had a following. Following from 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 band led me to having and doing um, so there was a transition period, and this is the fun part, right? So the, how, how they shipped me out was also they were saying that radio personalities couldn't do it, but then I could dance so good that at, at a young age, I was in the club, right? And there, the night was called Wicked Wednesday. Wicked Wednesday had adult entertainment that night, right? So there was tripping. It was tripping. get their child. So what I would do, I was the light guy. Every time oh. man would say, uh, he would point to me. That would be my cue. And the lights would go off because the, the next act was coming to the stage. Uh -huh. oh. And then when he say, baby, the light would come on. Keep in mind, he was branding me at that time. Right, which kept saying your, <laughs> kept saying your name. Lights off. Baby, lights on. Baby, lights off. So Wednesday night, they had amateur night. And I don't know if one of the dancers didn't come, but... I could dance real good. And so I got out there and I started dancing and they was throwing the money, you know, balling them up, throwing the money at me, you know what I'm saying? And the shit was so funny that I faked like I was going to take my clothes off. I faked like I was going to take my clothes off and they went crazy. Take that out, take it out, take it out, take it. And I faked like it and by that time, the host came out because the shit was up there, the, the energy was up there. 
And he came out, like, what are y'all, you know, like, what the hell's going on, you feel me? And he said, man, y'all give a round of applause for Bebe, man. And then the show started. After what that, was your song? Mystical. Here I go. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I go. Yes. Everybody knew that, right? So um, I did that. And then he approached me about doing adult entertainment. Uh-oh. He was like, yo, you can make a whole lot of money. And I was like, I'm not going out there. I'm fucking in front of no motherfucking crowd. Like, yeah. He said, hey, you can start off small. Start off doing bachelorette parties and, you know, little private gigs. He said, matter of fact, I'm going to set you up one. Uh-oh. Watch yeah. out, little cousin. I'm going to do it with you. Because <laughs> he was a... At the end of the night, the grand finale would be him, the host, taking doing, it off. They're doing this. So, man, he set me up to do uh, a bachelorette party, right? And I did this bachelorette party. It was none but women. When I walked in that house, they already knew who I was. But I was the tagalone. I was Tonto to Long Ranger. Right. What, what was his name? His Super, dancer name? Superman Blunt. <laughs> Legend, what? legend in Shreveport. Superman Blunt. Blunt. Yeah. And what was yours? Bebe. It's been Bebe the whole way. Oh, the whole time. Brandon, oh. you got to be consistent. Yeah, thank you, sir. Consistent <laughs> move. You follow me. <laughs> when I came out, the people was like, they thought I was his helper. When I came out, they eyes got big as shit. What the fuck? What, what happened? When you took your pants off, what happened? No, nah, when I first came out. But they knew I could dance. So when I started dancing, the old shit went from, I mean, what the fuck went from what the fuck to old shit. Uh -huh. Fuck to old shit, old shit went to A. So wait, hold on, wait, hold on. Let's back up. That's right. So That's when right. you first came out, they were like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So that was on site? They just saw you on site and said, what the fuck? So and what the you, fuck? Had on, you had on gray sweats or something? No, no, I had on a whole outfit. <laughs> and was it like was it like an elephant thong, elephant trunk thong? <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. That's what I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. You you'd have been around a couple of things too. Watch out. Watch out, Jay, goddamn you. Yeah. I thought she didn't know weight class, goddamn. <laughs> you ain't always been a Christian. <laughs> so, yeah, I came out, hey man, in some boxer, some Adidas boxers with some Nike socks. <laughs> Somebody let me out. Somebody pull over and let me off this ride. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, what? They went from what the fuck to oh shit. From oh shit to hey. <laughs> hey. And so uh, uh, that was just one thing that I knew though. I knew that I would pick out the thickest chick, the plumpest chick, and I would dance for her. Right? Uh oh. I, I knew as a youngster that if you can make the thick chick feel special. Right. You know, chick like Jay, she already knew I'm, I, yeah, I got her, you feel me? <laughs> so I would show her the thick chick all the love. All the love. All the love. And uh, I made a bunch of money that night. 
Of course you did. But now he had me thinking like, damn. And so for a while, all I did was bachelorette parties and private parties. And then I learned how to um, do scenes. You feel what I'm saying? Wait, what? what, what she what, was in there role playing? What kind yeah, of scene? Did we play? So I was, I came out as, uh, I would come out of uh, Cap D, Luke. Cap D, come, Cap D, come, Cap D. It was high energy. I come in that motherfucker, go around the room, dive on people, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be scene number one. Then I would go and I would come back. I would come back and um, I would have a bucket. And I would, I was out of my shit, right? So I went to, Victoria's Secret Bath and Body Work, and I got the bubble baths and, and the, the ice bucket, but I would wash the women's feet. But I would be a housekeeper, and I would come out to, in the morning, I can be fresh, fresh, baby. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll be all in right then. And I would come out with the apron on and have my little lollipops down in one pocket, and then I would have my, uh, my, my sponge in my left goddamn pocket, and then I would have a bucket. The warm, hot bucket of water. Okay? <laughs> bucket of water. And, uh, and I would wash the bride's feet. Mm. And wash her feet, and then I would put the lollipops in between her the toes. toes. Somebody let me out. See, I knew I wanted off this ride when <laughs> you said. Because <laughs> when you said you were hey, doing scenes. Hello. And then, hey, hey, that wasn't it. That was just one scene. So then I would wind up finishing that scene off and we'll have to come back on that, right? And then I would go back and then I would come back with the sheet, like like a daishiki, you know what I'm saying? With the toga, you know what I'm saying? With the toga, right, you feel me? Like you was in Animal House. Yeah, with fresh oil on it, right? And then I would have a candle and I would light the candle and set the candle on the floor with the sheet around. And you know what happens when you stand over the, the candle with the sheet? With the sheet. The shadow! And they can see the elephant, right? <laughs> the elephant is in the room. Oh, yes, Lord. Do not shoot the elephant in the room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, all that right there, right? Come on. Hello, Babar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, right? And that would be like the, 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 the third scene. And the fourth scene, we would find. <laughs> We would go to people's house, bro, and we would find, we would get a kitchen chair, right? And if you know anything about a black household or a household, the, the, the chair, this, the wooden chair, always has, um, like, the back of a chair, it had that, that, that hole right here, right? Uh-huh. So the grand finale would be me coming back out in my sheet and then standing up in the chair behind it and sticking my... <laughs> through the chair hole, Jay. Hey, Jay, pay attention. I'm losing. <laughs> pay attention. I'm losing. And pick the whole chair with it. <laughs> that is no way. Hey. No way. You hey. no. Hey. Wait. Sold it out. Sold it out. I was the hottest thing since fish grease. <laughs> uh uh. You're not gonna just try and go to Smart Food after that. You <laughs> <laughs> It shows over, goddammit. <laughs> and, and then they had popcorn. Yeah, anything else you want to talk about? you said When you said you were doing scenes, I was sure you was about to say you started doing porn. And yeah, I was no, like, now what was uh, those? No, but it's a lot of 
crazy things happen. You are lucky that they didn't have camera phones then. Oh yes, Lord. Listen, <laughs> but but I mean, listen. I wouldn't change nothing about nothing about my life. Like I did that, and that's where the transition in between the nightlife and me having to separate because some of the teachers would be at the shows wow. Oh, wow. And, and at these parties. So I'm so the way they set it up is said he's up here teaching our kids how to become adult entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> mm-mm, we gotta get him out of there. I'm out of there, player. We, and, but the way we're gonna do it, we're gonna blame it on you can't we cannot have radio personalities. Right. Everybody that works for the school has to be paid and, and, and hired through the school board. Oh, wow. That's how they got rid of me being the announcer and the dance choreographer for, for my high school band, right? Cool. Oof. So fast forward. After I start, after I just went on full-fledged, made a lot of money in that area, and then I started throwing parties. So I, I started throwing parties, pool parties. Pool parties be packed the fuck out. Packed the fuck out. And then as a highlight of the treat, I would get on a diving board, get nude, and jump in the pool. What? Of course you would. Of course you would. Like this, this is this is in ninety. This is in ninety six, ninety seven. This is all before officially being on radio. All before that. that. All before that. Oh. All before that. Like I had, I've been having money. Right. So what was it? What was your reputation when you finally get on air? Like, what was the radio staff thinking? Like, you know, the higher ups at radio who are stuffy radio folks, and here comes this, here comes this huge personality. Yeah, yeah, you know, they embraced it because one of the one of the the radio jocks, my OG, um, that taught me the promotion game, he used to do my birthday party. He gave me the most money I had ever seen off of a party one time. And I know that if he gave me that much money, well, I know how much money he took. Yeah, right, right, right. You feel me? So that's what happened. And then after that, me and him tag team in radio. And it's a couple other steps that happened, but radio pulled me in. I got inspired to do radio just by going to the radio station to shout out my damn parties. Mm-hmm. And when I walked in there, my, my perception of radio before I went in was this big woo-woo. But when I went in, I was like, hey, y'all ain't even working. Right. Y'all just ain't having fun. Yeah. You feel me? And that's when I knew that radio was what you made it. You know what I'm saying? Like from from the the art of the the, the art of you know the theater of mind, how you create the sounds and you know what I'm saying? And you paint the picture, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I got in the radio. And the owner, he, he brought me in based off of them trying to sabotage me with my career. You feel what I'm saying? Like I was that popular that they wanted to assassinate my character by putting um, uh, false claims on me. Uh, he got AIDS and, and then they put the uh, accusation out there that he raped women and like, they really tried to destroy me in my hometown. Not the whole city. It's in only Shreveport? Yeah, this is in Shreveport, right? So every time they put some type of rumor on me, I came out on top. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that the rumors wasn't true. I knew it 
like, you know how people uh, say something and then they, two or three days later, they back on their apologizing? Uh-huh. Now, I, you'll never see me do that. Whatever I do, it, it is what it is. I mean, you say what you mean the first time. But what if, what, what if you say something and you find out that it's not true? You don't apologize? Yeah, I mean, you know, I do that. Yeah, I do that, but I'm saying, Nine times out of ten, I'm gonna try to think before I say something. Oh, got you. Okay. Are you in? Are you still in Louisiana now? Or are you in Dallas? All the time. Um, let me tell you. So, so the last rumor that I, that I benefited from was they put rape on, right? And so that's the reason why I, I feel a certain way. I mean, that's the reason why I created my campaign. We touched the people. Um, they tried to paint me because my influence was very impactful and people would go to Coco Pelle's and wouldn't go patronize with other businesses. And they dumped a lot of money into downtown. You know, under the bridge, they want people to go out and fraternize and, you know, so they can, but Coco Pelle's had it sold up. You couldn't come to Shreveport and, and, and not, <laughs> not go to Coco Pelle's. Mm-hmm. And people didn't like that, you know what I'm saying? So the DA tried to make an example, tried to get his little political on and say that you were a raper? Yeah, they, they, they painted me, you feel me? And they, they, they did a good job of painting me because out of all of it, I never tripped about it. But when it started, when it got to like this little kid, that, you know, the kids love baby. But I on this day, I went to do something special for the kids and I went to shake one of the kids' hands. And he was like, he went to shake it and then he realized he was gonna shake my hand. He was like, I don't fuck with you, you rape women. When it did that, that cut me. That cut me straight to the core. I said, no, I got to do something. And I've been on a mission to, to not only educate young men, like, you can't really worry about what people say, but what people say can affect the outcome of people giving you an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So always be thinking, you know what I'm saying, bro, like, futuristic, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't put yourself in situations. Try not to put yourself in situations where you can get hurt. Right. Yeah. Wow. So they so, actually filed charges against you, or were you were they just it was just starting a rumor? So it's so funny because right now my homeboy he just called me and I answered the phone. So he was the one that was giving me the updates about this chick that was allegedly raped, right? And I was in California. So we was doing a Sweet 16, me and Hurricane Chris doing a Sweet 16 birthday party for MTV. During the time of this supposedly when this happened. So he was calling me just to give me the, man, they going crazy, boy, somebody, and blah, 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 blah. I said, for real? So we, we didn't have no clue. And then he'll call me back, like, boy, they saying that the security did it. And then he called me back in and said, hey, boy, where you at? Man, they got your name mixed up. I said, boy, they ain't got my name. Yes, they do. Man, they trying to say you. I said, boy, he's like, man, listen, don't come back here. Am I lying, Chico? Oh, you ain't lying. Oh, hey, Chico. <laughs> hey, Chico. What up, Chico? So Chico was, Chico was giving me the, the 411 of what they were saying and how it started as a, a girl got raped and then it went to the security guard. And then the security guards said it was me. And it was, they threw it on me and blah, 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 man. They just ran with it. And, and then when I when when he gave me that information, I went. I just got lawyered up. Right. And from what was said, that the, the that the DA was mad. Like, well, if 
if he ain't do nothing, why he getting lawyers? So they dragged me. If, if they arrested me on probable cause, and then that went on from from 2008 August to four years later. He 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 was really trying to sabotage me, even though the DNA test came back. The, the DNA t- test took four years to come back. What? Why? And then when the DNA test came back, it went public. It was like, the DNA does not match, baby. And then the very next day, he went and took out an ad and put on the, the front of the paper his record, his conviction record, 101 and 1. That was his record. And he said that I'm still going to take Bebe to trial. Why? If wow. your DNA didn't match. It, 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 was what his, it was what his ambition was. So then we had to have a, a meeting with me, him, and my lawyer. He wanted to talk, Mr. Hugo Holland. And if you ever heard a black man talk to a DA the way that I talked to him, you would think you'd see Malcolm X. 2020 or 2019 or however long it, it was, but I didn't have the, the right choice of words because I knew I was not guilty. Right, right. Even a woman, you feel me? So after that, that he, he dismissed the charges, but he slid it under the rug. And people knew me in the, in the off court, court system and they called me and asked me, why wasn't I making a big deal about it? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. So they faxed me the acquittal papers. Mm-hmm. And then I took it to some political people that was fighting for me. And then the city awarded me my own day, which is October the 21st. Oh, you just had Bay Day Day. Bay Day Day. Bay Day Day. Bay Day Look at Jay. <laughs> and so Wait, that's... So, Bay, so during that time, obviously... You got fired from the radio station? Just like how, so what were you doing? Were you still able to move around and do clubs? Were you going through all this? The radio station took a stance. They was like, we don't want to offend you or have to defend you. So whenever you get that past you, then you can come back. Mm-hmm. The club owner wanted me to show some remorse for a woman being raped. And I was like, why am I showing any type of remorse? Because when I didn't do anything. I ain't do shit, right? Uh-huh. Um, and then Maybe that's- it could have been story. compassion. Maybe he was looking for the word compassion because yeah. remorse says that I did it and- Yeah, and he's like, take some time off from the club. And then I was like, I ain't taking no time off from the club. Well, I ain't did and I'm coming to work. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, you can't come down here. They said, if you come down here, then I'm gonna lose my liquor license. No, wow. So the radio station took a stance and the club took a stance. So what I did was I went back on the road with Hurricane Chris. And at that time, me and Chico was going to DJ at a party they hired us for to come to in Dallas. And I went by K104 to get some music from, you know, like get me like what's the hot music? The hottest stuff, right. When I went by there, the PD happened to be walking out, and he was like, damn, bro, you all right, bro? So he had been through something with an alleged fight club. He did a, he did a drop for 
you know, somebody promoting a fight club, but they was using, they used his drop and then they would show all the kids fighting. So they, they ran him through the mud, you feel me? Just by giving them, by endorsing that. Mm-hmm. So he knew what the controversy felt like. And he's like, man, so what you doing with radio? I was like, man, I ain't doing nothing, man. I'm on the road traveling, bro. He's like, give me a number. I might have something for you. And I did, he reached back out to me and I did Saturdays from 12 to 4. The day that I did Saturday from 12 to 4, it was an impact. Assistant PD called me and said, hey man, find you a house down here. I love it. And I told him, I said, no, because where I'm from, I'm the king of the castle. So you want me to leave my throne, come down here. I said, that price got to be right. Right. You want me to leave Shreveport, come to Dallas? Well, obviously the price was very right because you ended up in Dallas, so. (laughs) Obviously he was like, here's one million (laughs) dollars. It wasn't a million. But they made it very hard for me to, to resist being the fact that, you know, these charges wasn't going away as fast as, you know, I thought that it was simple. Yeah, right. You know so we did it. And um, the, the weekend thing became full time. And I got my full time show on radio. About that. And how long has that been now? 13 years. 2007, Thanksgiving weekend, 2007. Wow. So here we are now, 2020, 13 years. How, how do you feel radio has changed from when you started? And I'm just talking about just the structure of it. You know, there's so many other platforms now. Like, how, how has it changed for you? And do you still have the same feeling getting on radio as you did 13 years ago? Yes, I do still have the same feeling. When I tell y'all, I have been just living in my purpose Period. I don't see radio for radio. I see radio as a place I come and have fun. I love what I do. And it shows. And I think I'm just all the way locked in with what makes me happy. And other people just benefit from it. When you get up every day and you come to work or you love doing what you do, and some of what you love to do is make other people happy, it bleeds over. And so that is what's happened to me in radio through relationships, through on air. Like, I don't think there's ever been a show other than when, when my mom died that you could ever see that I was going through something on radio. Good, bad, ugly, it's always been a uplit show. You feel me? And so my purpose in and radio or period is just to bring good vibes. So I don't see personally the changes that happen in radio, even though I see, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know I do see them like things evolving, but it's always been about the personality. And luckily I'm in a system where the owner believes in talent. Yeah. The, I, you got music out now. Um, is Dallas open? 
Yeah, Dallas, Dallas opened our thing by 75%. We, we did the club last weekend. Trey Songz was there. Um, it was dope. You know what I'm saying? We had. You know, we got to come there. We got to. AM Caffeine's going to have to come and scoop on you. Hey, so I've been in the presence <laughs> of Baby <laughs> in his, when he's in full regalia. <laughs> when he. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> He's definitely uh there's just like you said, there's you know, there's just people that you're around that there's just something about them. There's something that's just magnetic. And when he comes, he literally can change the atmosphere and the culture of the club when he steps in the building. Just something just just it's electric it's it's electric. Like it literally well, you see. see a change. I want to see for myself. Okay, so, I don't think that's a problem. You know, Bebe's between Shreveport. Like, I don't even know how he does it. Like, he'll, he does, you know, Dallas half the time on the weekends. He's on Shreveport on the other half. So, you know. Do you drive or fly between? I'm the drive jock, baby. <laughs> and how long is the ride? Two and a half. Two and a half, right? That's not Five. bad. That's not bad. I can do no, that. I, like driving to Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done it. We've done it. But we um, talk, we're talking consistently. We're talking consistently. 13 years, though. Right. How often? Three times a week. <laughs> we're talking 1,200 miles a week on the road. It's That's two, gotta, you you got to buy that car. You can't lease that car. Yeah, it's two down, two back. That's 400. Wednesday night, it's two down, two back. That's four more hundred. That's eight hundred, right? And then Friday night, you two down. Come back Monday. That's that's two more four more hundred. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're gonna have to buy that car. You can't lease that. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> we done flipped the whole fleet. We we you know all the cars and all that stuff. There, yeah, we done flipped them, baby. You know. So Jeez. I mean, the I don't even look at it, Doc. James Smooth. I don't look at it like it's work, man. I just look at it like here's something that I love to do. I ain't trying to go back to be broke. I ain't trying to go back to doing nothing. I enjoyed the process. And when I just look back, when somebody said, hey, yo, you, you know you looked at like this, right? It, it, it didn't even hit me. It don't hit me because I just been having fun. Mm-hmm. I just been doing what I like to do. Right. And that's what it's about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't hate to get up in the morning to, to do nothing. I ain't, I ain't running from nobody. I don't have no beefs. You know what I'm saying? I'm a man of peace. I'm a God-fearing man. And now that we're releasing music, and you know how long that took, even my DJ, he's sitting there like, thank God. Like, that you finally putting something out. Because you've been sitting on so much music and literally have features with everyone from, from yeah. Ross. You name it, you have songs with them. Yeah, real talk. So you finally, you know, are have put out something officially. You have a video that was yeah. released yep. uh, two days ago. That's you featuring uh, Trap Boy Freddie and Young Dolph, and already over almost at one hundred fifty thousand views already in just two days. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reception is the reception what you expected, or you just didn't expect it. You finally were at a place where you. We're comfortable with the music and like, let's just put it out and, and see how it's received with no expectations. Kind of like, what was the idea? 
the idea was if I'm going to mess with the music, the music game is, is definitely a piece of work. But I like just fucking with people who fuck with me organically. The music game um, had this way of taking, 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 taking. And before I get off into the business, I want to learn the business. Because I've always been an influence and I've always been somebody who just loved doing for other people. You know, um, Hurricane Chris, Darrow Music, Kevin Gates, Boosie. Um, Fast forward, G Herbo, Megan Thee Stallion, The Baby. I mean, you name it, Diddy. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's it's so much. You feel what I'm saying? Like, even if they was already at a, a certain point, you know, when they came and we did what we did, it was, it was, you know, what I'm saying like a cosign. Um, we got this little funny thing like that cosign means something. To come stand next to you means something. You know, when Nipsey wasn't at that point. Me and Nipsey had a a baby Nipsey moment, and he told told the world about it. Like, so there, when you Google it and you start seeing it, like you you not only have a story, but you have visuals to go along with it. So yes, I'm in a I'm in a good space to where I feel comfortable enough to release music with people that I feel like is the underdog. Like I love the underdog. I feel like I'm the biggest underdog in the game, like the most known, unknown, good vibes, want to see everybody else win, here to uplift people like Smooth and Jay, you know what I'm saying, like to tell y'all, man, find your purpose, have your passion, if you love to do what you're doing, keep doing it, like do what you feel that you don't have to get paid for, you know what I'm saying, like if you in it for the check, <laughs> the check gonna run from you, everything that I ever chased, it ran from me. I ain't chased money in a long time. The money be chasing me now. Well, I mean, I know, I know. That if I find it, if if I want to chase somebody, I let it chase you, right? I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it off at the pass. Cut it off at the pass before you can get that out your mouth, Marlo. I about to say, you know what I'm just saying? If you want the money, if you tired of the money chasing you, you can go ahead and just, you know, I. I'll run alongside you, and then I just <laughs> hop right, be right between y'all, and then I just divert it. <laughs> <laughs> divert funds. <laughs> my Lord, the way my blessings are set up. <laughs> right. <laughs> it will dodge right around me. It'd be like that's long. That's long. Hey man, so yeah, I'm in. A, I'm at a beautiful spot, man. Where um, I released the music, and it was strategic. Um, Young Dolph went overboard. Um, and, and just show me so much love. Like, there's a, there's my top five of authentic people in the game, and and how I how I rate them is when you get the success, what do you do with it? And that's Fifty Cent, Young Dolph, Nipsey, Master P. And I ain't saying nobody else ain't done nothing genuine. I'm talking about when you at your peak. I ain't saying when you're falling off and then you're like, hey, let's get hot again. Nah, not that. I'm talking about when you're at your peak. 50 Cent is, 50 Cent is a dog. He a dog with his philanthropy. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about this. How many artists has personal relationships with all the DJs? I don't know because I don't know I'm him, in. so I don't know none of them. So <laughs> I don't know him. 
I, I know D. Hey, D. <laughs> <laughs> That's one, DJ. That's one. Bill, man, he's, a, he's one of those people, man. If you ever ran into doubt, you can tell it. You can feel it. Like, when, when you leave them, you'd be like, I like that guy. And if people feel good about you, they'll support you. Absolutely. That, that well, goes, that, that'll, that'll go way longer than music or anything. If somebody fools with you, they will always support what you're doing whenever you decide to do it because they like you. And so that's... I just want you to know, I just followed you on Instagram. We are now friends. Don't be acting like you don't know me in the comments. <laughs> yeah, I ain't following you. I'm going to follow Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You, you ain't got to follow me back. I'm just saying. I'm being your comments. I'm up. Hey, don't be acting like you don't know who I am now. I'm running for the money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ready for the money. Hashtag ready for the money. That's going to be the hashtag that I'm going to leave under all your posts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they go Jay again. Yeah, running for the money. <laughs> hey, man, but, um, it, it's a real blessing, though, to see so many, re you know, to receive so much back from stuff. It is, I feel like I paid forward. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's overwhelming to see people do it now. Like, like bro, you know what? You deserve this. You feel me? Let right. me do it. Uh, like, all the record label um, execs have been hitting me. Like, man, we just gonna help you promote it. You know what I'm saying? How you doing it? Independent? Okay, cool. We're gonna help you put it out, help you spread the word because attention is the new currency. Yeah. Yeah, yeah buddy. Marlo, you don't want no money. You just want some attention. Right. Yeah. Marlo? Yeah. Absolutely. Marlo, please, please. Marlo loves attention. That's probably why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they be do. tired of me. They be like, right, right, right. you keep on looking for attention from everybody. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, that is that that is an issue, Marlon. We spoke about that. It's probably why you're going to remain that way. But, <laughs> <laughs> you're a hater. <laughs> so, baby, here's a question for you. So you have a lot of artists on, and I've seen a bunch of freestyles that cats that come through and do. I, I, I don't like to do top fives because they're kind of – it puts a lot of pressure on you, but who are some of your favorite cats to come through and bless the mic on your show? Man, um, of course, Rod Wave, Megan, the baby, Kendrick. Kendrick killed it both times. All the times. And that was straight for real freestyle. Like, yeah. I tried to trip him up. in words and he was cards and everything. You ain't just coming in right to me and give, giving him verses. Yeah, buddy. He, represent, yeah. he representing the city real well. Thank okay. you very much. All right, Marlo. Um, Calm down. Right. Calm down, Compton. We talented. Of course we talented the ones in Compton. You hear me? Of course the ones that went viral. Yes, but Lupe Fiesco came through. He did his thing. I love when they just do it and I catch them off guard. Mm. And I really like, I didn't, I didn't make up the freestyle. DJ Green Lantern used to do, Lantern used to do the putting them on the spot, right? Right. And I went to New York and he put somebody on the spot and I was like, that's a dope feature. And so, again, I like to give people that prop. I was inspired by DJ Green Lantern. He put them on the spot. So whenever they came to me, I always wanted to keep everything about the music 
And if you feel like you want to tell me about your business, you can tell me about your business. But mm. I'm here for the artistry. Mm-hmm. You know, the artist. Everybody saw the Breakfast Club, bam, bounce off like that, right? They should pay the Breakfast Club for podcasts. They they are the creators of the podcast. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like after the Breakfast Club, everybody started doing it. No, they the podcast. No. Mm-mm. Come on, you want you want to you want to tell me that everything we see right now ain't because of the Breakfast Club? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Because podcast. They the first, I want to say they're the first like radio that started doing podcasts, but podcasts has been, been around. We know it's been around, but I'm saying Yeah, they branded it. Yeah, you know when they said that trend, like Soldier Boy is the real reason why everybody be on YouTube. He did that. And, that. and Justin Bieber. <laughs> Soldier Boy, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean yep. Soldier Boy too. Soldier Boy was when first yeah. like blew up and you realize you can monetize from it. It's low. Yeah, and ringtones and stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely Soldier Boy. The same thing with Master P. Master P made everybody want to own a record label. Get their own label. Yeah. Go independent. Yep. Make them say, huh? Man made everybody feel like they could rap. If you don't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, people. Gucci name made everybody feel like they could rap. Man, if Gucci can do it, we can do it. <laughs> but it's a hustle. He's just saying words that rhyme. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a hustle that go with all of it, you know. Yeah. And that's what I love about all of those people that I just talked about. Like, I'm good enough with all of them people that they know that's no cap. That this is your mark. This is what you made everybody look. What Gucci did. Gucci made everybody feel like they can rap, but he created a, a lane from what I'm hearing that he made everybody feel welcome to come and record for free to get on. Mm. So salute to Juke, you know, salute to uh, Gucci. That's right. Um, so, single out now, yeah. Trap, Trap, featuring Young Dolph, featuring Trap Boy Freddy, mm-hmm. video available now on YouTube, song mm-hmm. on all platforms, you can find it everywhere from Spotify, everywhere, everywhere that is uh, carrying music. Right. Um, so is the idea now, now that you really got warmed up and you see the reception, is the idea, okay, you're just going to continue to drop them? Or is there an EP? Is there an album? Or is there a plan yet? Do you even know what you want to do at this point? I don't really have, I know what I want to do. And I just want people to, just tap in, you know what I'm saying? And 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 ride the good wave. Like, I'm on a mission, but if I tell you what it is, then you probably won't receive it. Be like, ah, you'll have that to hold against me. You know what I'm saying? And in hip hop, it's about the art of discovery. Mm-hmm. Once you know everything about that person, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I know, I know pretty much that's what he he owned, you know what I'm saying? So, so we should just stay in the present and just say we got what we got from you and just keep our ear to the streets and see what else Definitely um, more music coming. I want to put together the best collaborations that we've yet to, to see, things that make sense, and, and, and some 
you know, things that don't make sense. Like getting another Erica Badu record mm. and putting her with another dope artist that you'd be like, damn, if they just could do it. Like if we could just get another Jeezy and Gucci record. Pull like that if, one off. If we can get another Dolphin or a first time Dolphin Gotti record. Damn mm, time, represent. Is there anybody that's um, that's like bubbling right now in the South that you feel like they about to blow? There's somebody new that okay, we, we don't know about. All the underdogs, matter of fact, like that's the reason why I think I'm so motivated to, to do it is because there's so much talent, but they don't really know how to curate the platform or, or get heard, you know what I'm saying? And I just don't think that there's only 13 to 14 hot artists. At a time or just period? Period. Like, do you know how, whatever happened to R&B? It ain't that Tyrese the main making music. You feel me? No, so, I mean, that's it. R&B is there. I think it's just, it, yeah, it's, it's so there. flooded it's by, you know, especially when you start talking about, you know, radio, you know, may it be from, from urban or crossover, all those charts are dominated by rap. So it's not that the R&B isn't there. Right. It's just such an abundance of, a rap that which which is melody driven now is really it's really small and all those artists are still making great music and there's there's so many dope r&b artists maybe well, hold on let's not get crazy all of those artists ain't making dope no music. they no uh, no all those artists are making music making They're music yeah uh-huh yeah making music but you can't just say that all of it is dope <laughs> because all of it ain't well, Marlo, and I, I would, I would just like you was gonna check me on that YouTube situation. I'm gonna say this: that based on how you feel about an artist, is how you receive his music. You think so? A lot of times. Mm. Chris Brown made dope music when he was going through his transition with the Rihanna situation. Yeah, and we still listen to it. No, you weren't. No. You weren't ready to let him go. I did. <laughs> Marlo's different though. Until he cried on that BET stage. No, I was but still with him. Did Michael Jackson and and let it all out. We love you. We forgot. We forgive you. Yeah. And Chris came back to the masses. Uh -huh, to okay, I see what you're saying. Yes, R. Kelly music still jam, but. He's not in a good space with America. Marlo, do you still listen to R. Kelly? Yeah, but when you listen to R. Kelly now, you like, there's no question <laughs> of R. Kelly's dopeness and his genius. But when you listen to R. Kelly now, you almost feel guilty. Not in public. I mean, right, so exactly. <laughs> you don't even want to listen to R. Kelly when people, anybody's around. I mean, I, I mean, only with the albums that I already have. You know what I mean? That 12 I, don't point point. I, mean, I don't like stream them or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Let me see your playlist. Right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that's that's kind of like something that, that interests me to um again bring positive vibes to 
to the game. Like, you know, Lil Duval, look at that. Living my best Damn. life. People just want to have fun, bro. And I, and, and I, and I want to say rest in peace to Pop Smoke because Pop Smoke had figured it out. He figured it out. He did. He figured it out, bro. He figured it out that you don't have to announce that you're gangster. Gangsters don't have to always announce that they're gangsters. Mm -hmm. But the, the point is to entertain people. I agree. And we've lost that art of entertaining people. Right, we just now we just trying to put something out something. <laughs> to make a TikTok dance off of. <laughs> and listen, listen, people like Doc and Baby, we were TikTok before TikTok was TikTok. Okay, first of all, I was TikTok too. Don't be thinking that I wasn't Marlo, TikTok. So there you go. There you go. Always trying to jump in and hashtag what? it. Let me get the money. Like, come on, Marlo, pick a lane and stay there. You can't keep. You got your signal on, you merging left, you merging right. Hit <laughs> <In> reverse. <laughs> Hashtag Marlo Merge. Hashtag Marlo Merge. She merges. Shut up, you, all, you all over the place. <laughs> hey, again, Marlo need that attention. She told you that. <laughs> well, she told us. Shut it up. Everywhere. You hear me? Man, baby, I really appreciate you hanging with us, dude. It's 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 you already know, like our relationship outside of this, you know, it's some stuff that we're working on. So your it's it's your energy is infectious. Um, it's a testament to the longevity as long as you've been in the game and how people receive you. Like everybody welcomes you. Everybody loves baby. You be in the middle of beefs, literally, and both sides are cool with you, and you can you know, move and maneuver between crews and never be an issue. And again, that's just a testament to the positive vibes that, that you're putting out there, man, and the great work that you're doing. And man, I, we appreciate you. I appreciate, you know, your genius and everything that you continue to bring to the game. And again, thank you for hanging out with the AM Caffeine Show. This is really dope for us. And to continue to watch you and anything that you know we can do, even if it's on a minuscule level, because we ain't source top thirty. We might be a thousand though. We may be in the thousands. Don't trip. Like bro. nine, nine ninety-seven. We in the we in the thousands. Thousands. <laughs> we ride around like nine ninety-seven. Yeah, we over there. Yeah, yeah. We we hovering. Yeah. We hovering. Yeah. Uh huh. But. Anything we could do, man, baby, we here, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with the AM Caffeine Show, man. This is uh, really dope and much appreciated. Amen. Absolutely. And yeah. how can everybody find you? How can everybody find you? Follow me on at Hollywood Baby on all platforms. Um, I was fortunate enough to create something that was unique at Hollywood Baby, not Hollywood, Hollywood, B-A-Y, B-A-Y, on all um, media, app, um, media platforms. And I just want to say to the AM Caffeine Show, bro, this platform here is going to do big things because it's authentic, real conversations. You got people in here that, that are very motivated themselves. And I know it's, it's not easy to motivate, you know what I'm saying, to be self-motivated. Every day you don't feel like smiling. Every day you don't feel like, you know, you're the best DJ, you're the best co-host, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you got to come on here and you got to interview and you got to talk to people and you got to push the energy out. I just say, Challenge yourself to find out what it is that you love, do it, and you're gonna know you'll do it 
if you do it for free. Hello. Like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know y'all love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but That's what it is, baby. Thank you. Anytime, brother. Appreciate it, dude. We coming yes, to sir. Dallas, too, for sure. Whenever y'all want to come, man. And Kathy Show. Coming up next, we have Marlo J's watch list. And uh, I think we have uh, Smooth D in the mix, or Smooth D, you coming uh, with the donut song of the day? Yes or no? What you doing? Yeah, we're going to do that. There it is. AM Caffeine Show. That's what it is. We right here. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Baby. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Dropping gems. I'm going to do y'all like the former did the potato. I'm going to plant y'all now and dig y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marlo, good to meet you, Smooth. Hold it down. Hey, My man. Baby, right. I'm going to send you the flyer because this will air on Friday. Friday. So okay. I'll send you the links and everything. I got you. Yes, sir. All right, bro. Thank All you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Baby's a fool, man. Um, so, Smooth. Yeah. Marlo J's watch list? Yeah. Okay. Marlo J. Okay, wait, I have a question. Your Mar Marlo J, keep it up with your um your watch list too. Right, because I was gonna say, so should I do a new one or do the one that I've already put out? Yeah, maybe do that. Do one that you've already put out and just announce that folk that it's out now that folks can go look at it. So you could what's the very last one you did? The the latest one. The latest one I did was Charm City Kings. Oh, that's with Meek Mills? Mm hmm Yeah, do that. Okay. How was it? Huh? How was it? It was good. Was it was it? good. I found myself getting tired of the, the little boy. The little boy is getting on my damn nerves. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, who was that? Was that little Ralph Trezant? No, that was, uh, yeah, that was, he played Ralph in the New Edition story. Mm. Did he? Uh-huh. He got on my nerves because he gave the same expression all the time. I yeah, was that, like, was, that was the first Ralph. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was like, somebody get, get him in a class. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Smoke, so yeah, let's, yeah. let's go right to it then. So we need to do that, and then we need to do the, um, like how we did it before, we need to do uh, closing out of Friday's show, but catch part two. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. But we, I mean, right. just stop. Just do Marlo's first. All right. AM <clears throat> Caffeine Show. Of course, we have Marlo J's watch list. Marlo J, what you got? Marlo J's watch list is if you, what you would be watching and what you should be watching once I tell you what to watch. And this week, it's charming. Oh. This week, <laughs> this week, Charm City Kings oh. on HBO Max. Charm City Kings is a movie about bike life like mm -hmm. room, room. yeah mm -hmm. this, this, this one not this one not this one this one oh what oh that was a pedal yes yes oh. <laughs> i so, thought i thought you were doing patty cake i don't know what that was no no mm -mm. Nuh -uh. no okay that's patty cake yeah no uh, oh oh look at d he knows how to play slide did you see that everybody yep anything i had to play with a girl i was in hey <laughs> okay i don't like it <laughs> so, <laughs> Charm City Kings on HBO Max. It's about a, a young boy in Baltimore, Maryland, growing up, and his older brother was into the motorcycles and dirt bikes. 
and he grows up and just loves it as well and he wants to get on he wants to be part of this biking crew and uh what will he do to make that dream of being a part of this big biking crew come true and it stars meek mill so uh how was his like acting how was I his feel like Meek Mill was really, really good. I feel like he did really good, you know, because sometimes I find that a lot of actors that are rappers, sometimes when they play first, themselves. Right. When they first come on, they plan themselves and they tend to overact. So um. it's it's like, no man, <laughs> don't do that. You jive turkey. Come on. You know. And he didn't do that at all. So he, it seemed natural for him. Although I would ask that the little boy, you know, um, to find a different expression, but nonetheless. Charm City Kings, HBO Max, watch it. Let me, if you already watched it, let me know how you, how you liked it. Um, I've, I put up, we put up on AM Caffeine on our Instagram, all my, uh, my watch list. So let me know if you've seen it. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Let me know what you think. Charm City Kings, HBO Max, starring Meek Mill. Please do make sure you go check that out. AM Caffeine Show, like Marlo said, her AM Caffeine Show watch list is there. Please leave us a comment. Let us know if Marlo is on point with what she's telling us to watch or if she's horrible and you do <clears throat> not trust her decision-making process whatsoever. Okay, first so of all, I hate that you are really expounding yeah. On uh, hate uh, it. <laughs> if you hate it. Have you guys seen Charm City Kings? Absolutely not yet. Um, but here's HBO, the thing. I need the HBO Max. Uh, I will. Hey, okay, two things, Smooth. Number one, Marlo, can we borrow your HBO Max? Let's start there. She's Let's looking see. around. That means no. Okay, great. Oh, that means <laughs> borrow somebody else's and you can't lend us yours. What? Have you? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you are you using your own no. account or somebody else's? Somebody else's. Yeah, of course she is, right. All right, so that's number one. Number two, I will give Marlo props here. Most of the stuff that Marlo has told us about on her watch list, I have seen. And I would dare to say that she's about 85% on point. I don't want to nice watch the one from last week, which was, which was the 40 year old version. No. So I haven't gotten a chance to watch that because I was finishing Lovecraft, which I just finished night before last. So now that I'm done, I w invested in that. I'm finished. Now I can move on. So now Me? I have to find something else that I need to watch. I have not. I've not watched anything. Well, now you have two things you need to watch, Doc. You have to watch 40-year-old version, which is a movie on Netflix. Yeah. And then you watch Charm City Kings. Which is a movie as well. It's not a series. Yes. Because Lovecraft was a, is a series, 10 episodes. And it was one of those that you can't, you can't watch in one sitting. You know, I was doing two episodes, you know, at a time. And then maybe going back, because there's so much in that, there's so much in that show um, that you may you don't want to get confused a little bit with the with you know with the storyline and how they're traveling you know back to 
back in time and then even at some point into the future. Um, but I thought it was all in all, I thought it was good. good. The, the theme of what it's about and how blacks feel with white folks and the way they broke it down is crazy. That is that, uh, the theme alone, you have to watch it just for that and the little nuggets that they drop on how black people feel. Like, yeah. from that standpoint, I, 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 I thought it was good. Um, Did you watch it, D? Not yet. Wait, what, what is it on? What, it's on Hulu. Oh, I got Hulu, Hulu, I think. It's on, it's, it's, it's Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu now? No, oh. it's on um, it's on like a network though. I think it's, it's HBO. HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's on Hulu. I think I think Hulu, Hulu now. I think Hulu and HBO because you can go to Hulu and watch a bunch of HBO. Can, can I get that? Can I get that Hulu? All right, AM Caffeine Show. Oh, so Hulu. you guys, uh, will be. <laughs> I don't know who she talking to. <laughs> um, I'm talking to you. Oh, AM Caffeine Show. Um, we shall return. Hold on, Doc. Before yeah. before we get out of here, I think well, we all need to represent because it's Friday and we have Let them know what's going down tomorrow. So uh what well, well, let me see your breath. I ain't got none, so well, I mean, but it kinda of, let me just show me, just pop. Oh, they look big. Um well, and, this angle do look big, don't it? Uh <laughs> Shout out to uh, my Confessions crew. It's not even a crew, it's one person. Kiwi. <laughs> uh, so this, this is my other platform that I have each and every Wednesday and uh, Saturday Confessions, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Tomorrow night, Halloween is going down. Game night. I think right now we probably have 50 people that's going to partake. If you go to Officially Confessions, Officially Confessions on IG, the link is in the bio. What kind of game is it going to be? It's a project. First off, it's a hollow. It's a costume contest. It's a ho- it's a pajama jammy jam. Oh, it's going down tomorrow night. So it got to be a, a Halloween outfit. No, has- no, no. It could just. It's a little bit of everything. If you want to wear a costume, do so. If you want to come. In this little sexy lingerie, you can go ahead and wear that as well. It's going down tomorrow night, Halloween night. You, if you got kids, you can't take them little bastards nowhere because it's <laughs> oh, I gotta be little bastards. You can't go trick or treating because we're in a pandemic. Ain't nobody gonna be knocking on your door or none of that. So you put those little kids to sleep. Go ahead if they want candy, give them a little bit of Nyquil. Go ahead, eat this Reese's cup. <laughs> by nine. Well, hold up. So you saying to lace the Reese's peanut butter cups with Nyquil? Huh? <laughs> oh my God! You're the main person. <laughs> Tomorrow night confessions. Rock with us, and we are all my- representing today. Marlo, you look cute in your confession shirt. I always look cute. So okay. I don't know about that, <laughs> but there it is. Uh, AM Caffeine Show. Marlo J. How can they find you? You can find me on all social media at Marlo J. That's M-A-R-L-O-J-A-Y-E. Check out everything that I do at MarloJ.com and make sure you subscribe, follow, and share Black Girl Bucket List and That Girl Said on YouTube. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Smoke D, how can they find you? Hit me up on uh, social media platforms. That's at S-M-O-O-T-H-D-E-E. That's me. If you, have, if you guys haven't got a chance, please wish Smooth D 
a happy belated birthday. He celebrated right. he celebrated yeah, yeah, yeah. last week. It's Scorpio hey. season. Scorpio season. Hey, I think Scorpio. Whoa. <laughs> AM Captain <laughs> Show. What? What did you say? Oh. Scorpio. Scorpios. <laughs> wow. I don't, oh, even I, understand. I, don't, I don't even understand why like, just, the, just the stigma right. of Scorpios getting yeah. having that reputation. It's I take not it personally. A stigma. It absolutely is a stigma. Mm-mm. First of all, lower your brows some. No, they're going to be up. You see how they go up? Watch this. <laughs> Mine are up now, too. See? Both of right. our, our, our brows that's are what, up. That's like, what hoary people do. I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> make up the rules. <laughs> oh, and, and uh, at... Uh, Smooth D S M Triple O T H D Double E for my birthday cash app. If you want to donate, oh look at that! Hey, well, understood. Because you know what the old school birthday parties how they would like pin the dollars on you. Yeah, yeah go ahead and dollars pin it to the cash app. Go ahead and pin a dollar in the cash app. Smooth D S M Triple O T H D E E dollar sign before the S and go ahead and drop them five. Put five on it. Get five on it. There it is. AM Caffeine Show, we will return once again. Next Part two week. of that interview. You guys enjoy uh, your Halloween weekend, and uh, that's what it is, AM Caffeine Show. So then I'll just come back now smooth and say. Part two of the interview. It's your boy, DOC. Marlo J's there, I think. I don't know. Oh, hey. <laughs> It's your girl, Marlo J. I'm sorry. I was just looking forward to the second part of that interview with uh, Senor. With Bebe. So You over there, Smoothie? Yeah, I'm here. There it is. AM Caffeine Show. If you guys got a chance to rock with us on Friday, part one of our interview with legendary radio personality Bebe, who, man, he dropped so much knowledge and so many stories and so much history. Mm-hmm. We had to make it a part two. So coming up right now, part two of our interview with Bebe, AM Caffeine Show. Let's go! <laughs> Marlo, if you don't stop looking around, because here's the thing, when Marlo, she starts looking around, I'll be looking around too, like somebody <laughs> somebody coming to get her. Like, what's she looking at? I was looking for that echo when I... Echo. Uh...